Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Sorry for the delay today, but as you know, we always come through. It's an amazing process when you say yes to take a powerful message out into the world. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and I want to welcome you to our Street Smart Spirituality Hour, uh, Street Smart about life and a bunch of other things. Uh, I want to mention to everyone that we are making some changes in our website. You'll see that in a couple of weeks. But for now, check it out. Go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. We're also creating a shortcut to get you there really quickly. And um, please sign up for a newsletter. Those of you that sign up uh, within the next couple of weeks, we'll be uh, putting you in for a drawing for a brand-new portable infrared sauna worth about $2,000. Thanks to our friends at Detox America. Today's show is hot, hot, hot. I know Paris Hilton probably said that, but I think I say it better. Uh, I'm being joined today by an absolutely incredible, kick-butt kind of woman, Helene Rothschild. She's joining me here today, and we're going to be talking about why romance stops and how to keep it alive. She is the author of All You Need Is Heart. Now, that is H-A-R-T, not H-E-A-R-T but it is H-A-R-T, create love, joy, and abundance now. Not tomorrow, not 10 years from now, but right now. And we're going to be talking about how to do that, why that's important, what her story is, what some mistakes people make, and what causes each and every one of us that are either in relationships or not in relationships to have that flame just about fizzle out. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and for the next hour, we're going to be kicking it up, and I want to tell you that at any point in time, if you want to join us in this conversation, you know the number here at BBS, 877-876-5227. If you need some help getting unstuck in your life, in your relationships, this is a call-in show. We make it like that. We keep things going in an in a absolutely awesome, positive way. And so Helene is joining me here today as someone that knows a bit about this conversation. And you're going to hear about who she is, why she does the work she does, um, how she helps people in, ma- in marriage, family, child counseling, and how that has helped her for the past 26 years take this message out into the world. And you'll get a sense of how manifesting now is the thing to do. She has been on uh, numerous radio and television shows, including CNN. She's hosted her own local radio and television show. She's lectured extensively across the country, and she's joining us here today. So, Helene, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and share what I learned with so many people. Thanks for inviting me. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever had your heart broken? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's because I didn't have the insights and solutions that I have now. I don't believe you can have your heart broken if you really have high self-esteem and you see clearly what's going on in relationships as well as know how to heal it. So the title of your book is All You Need Is Heart, but we spell it H-A-R-T. And I find that very intriguing, but at the same time, there is a special, special meaning. So let's talk a little bit about what that means. Yes. um, Over 26 years ago, I developed my own form of therapy. It's called HOHART, which stands for Holistic and Rapid Transformation. That's what H-A-R-T stands for. And I'm doing it all these years and teaching it, and, you know, I'm still as excited as I was when I first started because the results are absolutely amazing. They're fast. And they're very efficient, and I will give you some ideas today and the audience of what I do to move people very, very quickly. For example, the couples I work with are an average of uh, six to eight weeks, and they are on their way. I also give people all the tools, and in this new book, there are many, many tools how to have the fantastic relationship you want and deserve and I'll get into more detail exactly how, but all the information is in this book. It's well, an annual for life. Well, I have to tell you, you know, the book, All You Need is Heart, the thing that I remember about this book, especially when we're talking about creating love, joy, and abundance now, 
is I remember, and I'm please correct me if I if I don't get this right because I don't have my finger on the page right now. But there is a success survey in here or a questionnaire rather. And uh, you know, the first time I looked at that, and every one of us on the team took this questionnaire, I was kind of blown away by it. But it really is telling in terms of where we are in our lives and what we actually want. Exactly, and it also explains the fear of success and why you're not getting what you want. You're actually pushing it away. We are so powerful, Pat. I taught, learned that from my first client, and I, I asked her a question. I said, how come I see you're not following what we're talking about? And she says, I'm too scared to have what I want. I'm too scared to have a relationship, to be slim, uh, to have abundance. And I go, that, this is fascinating. And so... I have uh, I wrote a book on it in '85, was was published, and this book also has uh, numerous chapters on it and exercises. So I give you the the problem and help you identify the problem, and then the solution. So let's talk about this. I mean, you know, the title of the show today is you know this title is why romance stops and how to keep it alive. I think, you know, most of us that have been in that situation where we've been in relationships, uh, remember those, you know, incredible years where we've been together, but all of a sudden we can't fathom for the life of us why the heck the romance stopped, why the fire is not burning as brightly as it was, and, and there you have it. So what is going on? Well, that, that's a fantastic question. Um, I just recently worked with a couple, and they were only talking to each other superficially. And the woman said, I don't know why he won't talk to me. And um, when I worked with them together on a win-win problem-solving session, uh, I discovered that uh, he was terrified of her. He could not deal with confrontation, and she would be getting very angry at him. And so they were in a vicious cycle which I'm going to explain the, diff the four different cycles or patterns that you can get into and which ones you don't want to do and which one you do want to do. I'm going to give everyone specifically uh, information how to identify themselves and their partner and how to get out of that dysfunctional pattern, which, of course, stops the romance. To begin with, Pat, you know, love is not enough. I, I work with so many couples, and I never found love to be the problem. It's the like that's the problem. Uh, like, I don't like when you yell at me. I don't like when you pull away. That causes the problem. And what affects romance is really what happens outside of the bedroom. And, you know, I mean, we, we've heard these stories over and over again. Uh, and, you know, there, there are uh, blockbuster movies that are made on these particular items. And you would think... With all of the press that's out there, Helene, with all of the information that's out there, with all of the things we watch and, and you know, actually laugh at, we would think that we would get it. But, boy, when it comes to our own relationships, you know, the dishes not being done is a big darn deal. Exactly. Well, that's because it takes two people with high self-esteem and good communication tools in order to make a relationship work. So, for example, if the wife is upset because a husband didn't help with the dishes, the pro she's probably making a decision. See, we make decisions on our experiences. That's the basis of the heart therapy, that uh, she's not important. She's not, she's not important to him. And that's not true at all. He just may not want to do the dishes. So you, there's ways I teach you, and I'll get, go over it a little bit on win-win problem solving. You put the problem in front of you. For example, in that example, uh, you, would, you would ask the couple to sit down and put the problem in front of them. Okay, the problem is who's going to do the dishes so we both feel we win. And then they problem solve and they brainstorm and they come up with agreements and they write out the agreements. And it's solved. The problem is no longer him or her. It's in front of them something that doesn't feel good to one or both people and they solve the problem. Unfortunately, we weren't taught this simple process in school. No, we're not taught that process in school. And, you know, I mean, you know, I don't even know that there is a relationship school that we can go, man, go to. I mean, you know, right, we're talking about uh, how to be in relationship to another human being and be from that place where, you know, there are opportunities for emotional outbursts on a regular basis. 
Well, the, the, that's why I wrote, wrote the book, because all the tools are in the book. But you're right. We don't get married and get a manual. The same thing with parenting. We don't get a manual for parenting. So it, it's really a, a crime in a way that, that schools don't make that a number one priority. Communication, how to deal with your feelings, help people raise their self-esteem. The whole world would transform if that was the case. My mission is to help people love themselves to peace, which I believe is the key to health, happiness, success, and world peace. And that's the only way we can have peace inside ourselves, in our homes, and in the world, is by loving ourselves. And if we have a problem, we communicate. Exactly. You know, what have you found, Helene, in the many, many years you've been doing this, you know, what have you found is is at the core issue for this kind of repeated behavior? I mean, it, it, if it were as simple as, gee, you're not doing the dishes, I think we'd all be, you know, tons better off. But, you know, there are so many other ways that things show up to move people apart. And, you know, how do we get to the place where we understand the dynamic behind this? Okay, there's many dynamics, but I'm going to bring one that's the first thing I look for when I see a couple. First of all, I have a relationship checkup sheet. I ask them both to fill out 21 questions, and in five minutes, I can show them the strengths and weaknesses of the relationship. I like to move really fast. People are in pain. They don't need years to talk about it. And by the way, I just put that up on the website um, so people can now download it and check out their own relationship. I uh, just put it up brand new. It's, I've never put it out in the public before. And the, then I let them talk for a little bit. I discuss a little bit with them about what's going on. And then I ask them to stand up. And I do something called sculpturing, which is so powerful. You know, a picture's worth a thousand words. Right. So I notice where who's the passive and who's the active aggressor. See, Pat, there's only fear and love. Those are the two basic emotions. And if we're angry, under that is fear, hurt, and powerlessness. So... Basically, there's only fear and love. If we're not in our love space, we're in our fear space, whether it's hurt, anger, guilt, resentment, sadness. And I say, you know, this is what I'm seeing. And I ask, for example, the man who is passive-aggressive uh, to turn his back to his wife. And I ask the woman who I noticed was active-aggressive to point her finger at him like, you're, you know, shake his finger like, you're, you know, you did this and you did that. And I said, is this is how it feels? And they said, yeah, that's exactly how it feels. <laughs> and that doesn't work. It's a vicious cycle. And I show them that the more she shakes her finger, the more he turns his back. The more he turns his back, the more she shakes her yeah. finger. And they've been stuck for eight years without romance. And it turned around in one session because they got it. And then I helped them communicate. There's four different patterns that you get into. That's the active and passive. And then there's, of course, the passive and the passive, where both people, when they get scared, they turn their backs. And this is a very quiet household because it, there's a cold war going on, but there's no arguing. And that's where the romance is, is definitely going to disappear because they, they have all these resentments built up and they're too scared to deal with it. So they each kind of get frozen silent. Well, that's the passive-aggressive. Uh-huh. They, what they do is, instead of confronting, what they do is they're late, they have a headache uh, when the other person wants to be romantic, um, they go to the computer and avoid them, they're sarcastic, they burn their toast or dinner, so they're acting it out, and unfortunately the passive-aggressive also hurts their body because they are, they are holding it inside. And anger can cause uh, some serious physical problems, including liver and back pains and a stroke and heart problems. And there's a wonderful chapter in my book, All You Need Is Heart, on how to deal with your anger constructively. It's very important. It even has a, there's a factor in arthritis uh, caused by anger. Wow. Then there's the third, which is dysfunctional. These are the three dysfunctional that everyone fits into where they're active and active-aggressive. So they're both shaking their finger at each other, facing each other, and yelling at each other and blaming each other. Well, that's a very noisy household, <laughs> you can imagine, okay? So the active-aggressives are overt with their anger. They are apparently angry, 
the passive aggressors are covert. You don't know they're angry. And it's interesting to know which one has the power over the other. Do you know? Well, it is. I mean, do we ever really know? Well, I'm going to tell you the passive aggressive has the power because the worst thing you can do to anybody is ignore them. Oh, my God, I know. I mean, you know, who who likes to be ignored? We don't like to be ignored. We don't like to be at business meetings and be in a room with our with our colleagues and raise our hand or or have something to say and be dismissed. I mean, I don't I don't know of anyone that wants to be ignored that that it really wants to connect with other people. Exactly. You know, yeah, so certainly we choose times where yep, I definitely want to be ignored, but when we truly want to reach out, that's probably one of the most painful aspects of being in relationship with people, don't you think? Well, when exactly when you ignore somebody uh and you don't look angry, it drives the active aggressor crazy because it's crazy making because they don't look angry, but they're covertly expressing their anger. So those are the three dysfunctional. I'm going to repeat them, and I'm going to tell everyone the only functional way that works. There's the active and active aggressive, where they're both pointing their fingers and yelling at each other and blaming each other. There's the passive-passive aggressive, which are, who are both turning their backs to each other, and they're it's a quiet household because they're just roommates. They withhold their anger, resentments, hurts. And then there's the combination of the active and passive, which is a vicious cycle. The more the passive pulls away, the more the active yells and screams and vice versa. So those are the three patterns that if you're having problems in your relationship, I can guarantee you, you fit into one of those categories. So then I teach you the last and fourth and only way to be with any partner or any person is you face each other, you don't turn your back, you put your finger down and you stop blaming, and you put the problem in front of you and both of you and you do the win-win problem solving, which is all in my book, All You Need Is Heart. It's explained step by step, Mm. and you make agreements and you solve the problem so that everyone feels that they win. It's amazingly simple and very powerful and transformational in your life and in your relationship. You know, what have you discovered in the work that you do? And and believe me, I I know that, you know, you have worked with people from all walks of life, from people that, you know, are struggling to connect, from people where you get to see them transform in front of your eyes. And I think, um, you know, the question that I have is, are there uh, things that do show up in relationships that you would consider to be showstoppers? Showstoppers. Well, yeah, things where you say, um, you know, I've worked with you and you folks just don't belong together. Well, I never, never tell people whether they're going to belong together or not. I don't play God. What I do is I help them look at the relationship and the relationship check right check up right away I do in the first five minutes. It shows them the strengths and the weaknesses and what work they need to do to strengthen their relationship, what changes they need to do. And I ask them, are you willing to do this? Uh-huh. And I really, I really support them in doing it whether they stay together or not because I have no control whether they stay together or not. But I have the power, and this is what I tell them, I have the power to help you if you're open to it to learn what it is to have a healthy relationship. So if you don't have it with each other, you'll have it with others. And that is the most important thing you can do because obviously the patterns you're in are dysfunctional and not working, Mm. and I can teach you patterns that are. So I leave that up totally to the couple. You know, Helene, we're getting ready and we're looking at, you know, February as the month of love, Valentine's Day, and all of that. You know, it's it's probably one of the most romantic time of, times of the year. Uh, many flowers are bought, chocolates are eaten, and at the same time, uh, there are many people that look at Valentine's Day and the love connection, the physical connection, the rekindling, uh, it's just not there. How do we, as you did with the example you just gave, the people that hadn't been intimate in eight years, how do you help people kind of rekindle that spark? Spark. I mean, you know, not being intimate with an individual for any period of time is is an incredible obstacle. 
But people, couples that have been together and not been intimate in years, it seems almost like mission impossible. Well, it's not. As I said, I just worked with a couple who were not intimate for eight. I know. I heard you say that. And it turned around their relationship with and now communicating, and he actually came over and gave her a kiss for the first time in eight years. And they're building on that. It doesn't necessarily happen overnight, but I can guarantee anyone that if you uh, communicate constructively and solve problems, and if you're loving and caring, people are going to want to come close to you. If you're passive or active-aggressive, they're going to be pushed away. It's as simple as that. So the question is, when there is a problem in a relationship, I ask people to stop pointing their finger and turn to yourself and see what you're doing. How are you behaving? How are you acting out your emotions? Are you expressing love and caring? One of my favorite quotes is, uh, focus each day not on how much you accomplish, but how much you express love to others and yourself. How do you feel about yourself? Is the person... uh, Let's address this question, because I, I, I think this is a question that we hear a lot about, about whether or not we love ourselves. But let's just talk for a minute, because you are someone that knows very clearly about these behaviors. Let's talk about what self-loving behaviors are and what self-loathing behaviors look like so that everybody listening to the show has a sense of what we're talking about. I think the most difficult time for people, times for people, is to truly identify these behaviors that are serving them and others that are not. And I know you work with people in, in this area. Yes, I can. I help people raise their self-esteem in one hour session. Because That's I fabulous. Exactly where to go, and that is, uh, it hasn't been any different for all these years, no matter who I work with, that we make decisions on our experiences. That so, ne- if we make a negative experience from a negative experience, we make a negative decision, then we feel bad about ourselves. For example, we're growing up. Dad's not there for us, mom's not there for us, equal, I'm unimportant, I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I'm not good enough. So those decisions are running our lives. So here we are, adults, we're in a relationship, and guess what? Those decisions are still running our lives in our unconscious. And so uh, your husband doesn't come home on time, well, I'm unimportant, I'm not good enough, unlovable, you feel bad about yourself, and so what you do, you sulk or you attack your partner and vice versa. So the truth is, if you have high self-esteem, this is what you believe the truth is, and that's what I help you in my book and in my telephone sessions. The truth is that no matter what anyone says or does, this is very important, no matter what anyone says or does, you are good enough, important, lovable, worthy, and okay. And you're a good person, and you deserve to be happy, healthy, and successful. And when you believe those words, you really feel that in yourself. No matter what anyone says or does, you will have high self-esteem, guaranteed. And self-esteem is important for both parties to have in the relationship. Um, and you know, let me ask you a very particular, a very specific question um, about relationships, and that is. You know, we're talking about people that have stopped and said, I'm going to go see Helene. I'm going to go see this amazing individual, uh, Helene's, Helene Rothschild, who has created this credible book, All You Need Is Heart, H-A-R-T. And we're going to go see her, honey. We're going to go together. And she has worked with countless people that uh, are now in such a thriving, healthy, jazzy, juicy, romantic life together. What happens if one partner says, yes, I want to do it, and the other one doesn't? Okay, so I've had that numerous times. I bet you have. <laughs> so what I say, what I say is um, ask them to come in for a session to help me help you. In other words, if it's the wife that's coming in, I ask her, ask her husband to come in to help me help the wife. Because when I talk to the husband, I can see what's going on, what is he upset about, so that I well, I can help her more. Meanwhile, I build rapport with the husband, and they're very likely to come back in. 
Say that one more time so everybody gets it. Okay, I asked the um, the person that's coming in to tell their partner to come in to help me, Helene, the therapist, help them because I need a reality check. For example, they say to me, my my husband doesn't care about me. Well, I don't know that until I actually have the husband come in. And that's one way. They come in, and then I build rapport with them, and they are willing to come in. Um, the, the other thing I do is when the situation is really extreme, for example, one woman was beaten, being beaten by her husband, and I said, you need to set your boundaries and say, you know, I want a healthy relationship, and I want to feel safe with you, and I don't. So we need help, and if you don't go for help with me, I'm going to have to leave because I need to protect myself. Wow. And that, this is what I tell them to say, I, I first help the client build their self-esteem so that they won't take the abuse anymore. They don't feel they deserve it anymore. And guaranteed, if they're getting abuse from their partner, they had abuse as a child. So that's what they believe they deserve. So I help them knock that one out and believe that they deserve to be treated with love and kindness. So that has gotten their partners uh, there because they don't want in my office because they don't want to lose their partner. And then I was able to do amazing work with their partners. And when I work with a couple, I always work with them individually and then together because if you picture a bridge, Pat, every relationship the way I see it is three relationships. The foundation of the bridge, uh, each foundation is the own different person's um, self-esteem. And it has nothing to do with each other. It's their childhood. It's their teen years. It's the self-esteem they have built on their own and what they believe a relationship's about and all that. And then there's a bridge, which is going between the two of them, which is their communication. So I found that I have to work with all three pieces. And when I do, I have a 100% chance of success because I'm working on the foundations, which is their self-esteem, when I get them in alone to help them believe the truth, which is the truth, that they are okay no matter what anyone says or does. And then when they come together, I help them with their communication. And it is really quick and efficient. Okay. When you look at the, the many, many people that you've helped, I mean, this is such important information. Helene, why don't we just take a minute and make sure everybody has your website so that they can know how to connect with you directly and also find out more about you and find out about the book. Why don't we do that right now? Okay, it's uh, www.love2peace.com. That's L-O-V-E-T-O-P-E-A-C-E.com. That's love2peace.com, all words. And uh, there's a call-free number, toll-free number. That's uh, 888-639-6390. That's 888-639-6390. I'm very intuitive, so that also helps me work, work, quick, work very quickly. Between that and the heart process, it's amazing what I can do in one hour. Absolutely. Oops, and I want to invite our listeners, those of you that are listening to the show, Helene is here today so that we can address your questions. If you are stuck at some aspect of your relationship, the phone lines are open right now, 877-876-5227. Uh, 877-876-5227. I mean, there, you know, there's got to be something on your mind as you're listening to this show, especially in relationship to your own personal relationships and the loved ones in your life or the to-be loved ones in your life. This is a phenomenal opportunity to not only connect with someone that is a master at what she does, but also someone that is highly intuitive. So you're going to get both here. You're going to get help with your relationship and some intuitive guidance as well. 877-876-5227. Um, Helene, I wanted to ask you, you know, in the work that you do, we've been talking about relationships, and uh, is there any clarification, is there any difference between heterosexual couples and same-sex couples? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, because people are people. Okay. And what happens usually is one person, whether two men or two women, take on more of the masculine role and and the other one takes on the more feminine role but I never work any differently with those couples as as well as heterogeneous uh, and I do want to um, 
share some more information about how to how to rekindle the romance and keep it alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I meant I meant heterosexual. I don't know where I got that other word. Okay. Um, the the other important thing is to take care of your appearance. You know, people think they get married, they got them, and they don't have to do anything. Well, you still have to keep yourself attractive, and that's important. Um, schedule weekly date nights. That's very important. Um, and, and ideally, one weekend away. And, you know, people tell me, well, I don't have time because of the children. Well, I say to them, do your children a big favor because they need happy parents to feel really secure and have a good model for relationships. So do what you can, even if it's just get away for 24 hours. But keep, uh, keep enhancing, rekindling your relationship. That's very important. You know, as we look at some of this, you know, happening um, and the conversation we have between couples and relationships and what goes on, uh, you know, there's always this idea of how do we keep the flame alive. I think you've just mentioned a couple of really key points. You know, one of the things that I have found extremely helpful is what I call, you know, the secret mystery date. You know, it's kind of this secret date where you know you've picked a date and time, uh, but the other person doesn't know where you're going, what they're going to do, and it's it's kind of a fun way to keep the mystery and excitement. And then you rotate between partners in terms of who's going to set this up. Uh, you know, there are so many people, right? I wanted to ask you. There are so many people that have even difficult time thinking about how to keep the relationship alive and juicy. And I wanted to ask you. What do you believe is the number one thing that folks can do to get that spark going in their lives right now? Uh, to have weekly meetings where they just sit down and not disturbed and they discuss any issues constructively that they need to resolve. That's primary because mm. you're not going to want to go on a date with your partner if you are angry at them or resenting them or feeling hurt, you're not going to want to go. So the primary thing is to feel good about yourself and the other person. And the only way to do that is to sit down on a regular basis and have meetings to solve problems. You know, it's really funny when you have any kind of business relationship, there's no way the business can function well if you don't have meetings all the time, correct? That's right. Well, you need to look at that in the sense of a business, too. It's two people working together, creating a family, uh, or creating a household, and you need to meet regularly and solve problems, and then you get closer. If you don't solve problems and you still have resentments, you know, resentments are bites that hold on. They don't go away. I've worked with clients. It was so tragic. They had a resentment and when our honeymoon, and it was 30 years later. Oh, my God. There are so many couples I came across that I was shocked how many of them have been roommates for 25 years. Oh, my gosh. You know, what, is that like one of the biggest mistakes people make? What are the biggest mistakes men make? What are the biz, biggest mistakes women make? And are they different? Uh, basically, they're the same. They're the same uh, in the sense of that they, the, well, there's a little difference with the women and men because I wrote an article on that. The men are taught, and this is a major problem in our society, and they, they're taught by society and their father's modeling that all they have to do in the relationship is give them the money. They don't have to be there for the wife. They don't have to spend time, and they don't have to be there for the kids. That is the biggest mistake men make in relationships. There's no doubt about it. In other words, they give them the them money but not themselves. And the biggest mistake women make in relationships is they give up themselves for their partner. In other words, they had dreams or they had careers, and they gave it up for their partners for whatever reason, and they resent their partner. And if they resent their partner, they're going to pull away. In, you know, resentment, shame, guilt, all of these things, you know, fit into a very complex puzzle. But at, at some level, what I hear you saying is that the solution doesn't have to be so complicated or doesn't have to be so difficult. What is the number one thing that you attribute the key to the success 
of those couples that say yes and rework their relationship. They need to come in alone to help me, for me to help them on with their self-esteem. And by the way, I do international phone sessions. It works just as well. Okay. And that's to work on their self-esteem and release their anger into a pillow constructively and not beat up their partners anymore. And I guarantee you if they're angry at their dad, they're going to be angry at their husband. And the man, if they're angry at him, his mother, he's going to be angry at his wife. See, we unfortunately project our childhood hurts on our spouses. So I help people release that so that they don't keep beating up their spouses. They can forgive their parents. They did the best they could, resolve those issues, and then they can be kind and loving to their parents. In fact, I had a couple that were breaking up, and I worked with them. And after we did what I just expressed, the sessions privately and then together on the communication, we actually had a mock wedding ceremony in my office. Wow. And their, their daughter came in with a little flowers like she was the maid of honor. And I said, you know, you have been married uh, legally, but you haven't been married emotionally because he was still angry at his mom. And she was, this is unusual, she was very angry at the way her brother treated her. So she projected that on her, on her husband. And they got back together, and I did a ceremony with them, and they were very happy. In fact, the husband was so impressed with what I did, he, he studied to become a marriage family therapist. Wow. And, you know, as we look at this and, and, and the work that you do, and I want to mention to everyone that, you know, my guest today on the Dr. Pat Show is Helene Rothschild. Uh, the book is All You Need is Heart, H-A-R-T, Create Love, Joy, and Abundance Now. Let's take a minute and let's talk about creating abundance. There's been much that has been said about creating abundance, and we see it over and over and over again. And I wanted to ask you, Helene, what is the heart, H-A-R-T, solution for creating abundance and manifesting the things that we want in this lifetime? Okay, the heart stands for holistic and rapid transformation. And what I do is very simple process. By the way, in the book, there's uh, 20 fears of success on prosperity. I actually sat down and thought about all the fears people came up with the office. So the first thing I do is ask them to see money in front of them. Close their eyes. I have a favorite saying, close your eyes and see clearly, because you can go inside and see what's really running your life. It's, it's your internal belief. And I say, say, money means to me, and then all the negativity comes up. So even though we want money, there's another part of us that says, well, if, I'm, uh, if I have money, I'll, I'll be, uh, I, I won't want to work. If I have money, uh, I'll be evil. That's what we heard in, in a church uh, when we're children. Um, uh, if I have money, how do I know people want me for me and not my, uh, want me, me instead of my money? And it goes on and on, or it's too much responsibility. And so 20 fears of success. And if you just have one of those, you're going to sabotage yourself from having the abundance you desire. So it's really ironic because one part of us says, the positive part says, yes, I want abundance. But there's another part of us that's called the scared in a child that says, no, I'm afraid of it for some reason. There's a... It's, it's scary, or I don't deserve it. I don't deserve abundance, or it doesn't fit my self-image. In the book, there's a chapter called The Seven Major Fears of Success, and one of them is it doesn't fit my self-image. I had this woman come in the office who, was, who wanted to study to become a lawyer, and she wasn't dressed very well. She looked like she was a poor, poor, poor woman. And I regressed her back to, I said, just, I don't do hypnosis. Just go back to the time you made the decision that you don't deserve money and it doesn't fit your self-image. And she was this little girl in this very poor home. So we helped her change her self-image. And all the exercises, by the way, are in the book. I don't have any secrets. I give it all out because I want to empower people to have the tools to have successful lives in every area. And... She was able to get back to law school because she was dropped out. She had dropped out and become a lawyer. And she came in the next week dressed totally nice and totally raised her self-image. You know, uh, you know, when we look at some of these challenges, perhaps that come up in our lives, Helene, uh, and we look at the work that you've done over time, 
um, have you noticed that uh, a pattern? For example, have the issues changed um, uh, uh, in terms of what is most important uh, on people's minds? Uh, I haven't found that to be um, to found that to be any different. In fact, I recently traveled to Australia, all over Hawaii, to Puerto Rico. And wherever I go, I find people are the same. They have the same problems, and that is they have the same mechanisms in the unconscious, which is we make decisions on our experiences, and those decisions run our lives. So if it's a negative decision, we'll have make a negative decision. Uh, a negative experience, we'll have a, make a negative decision, and that will run our lives until we go back and change it. That's why the law of attraction is very real. Well, if we believe I don't, des- if I believe I don't deserve a relationship or abundance or love, then I'm going to push it away. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, Helene, have you found um, issues that come up in relationships that you believe require an outside intervention other than yourself? No, I have never uh, experienced that except if they're psychotic, uh-huh. um, except if they need uh, um, uh, uh, some kind of medication to keep them stable so they, they, they have a chemical imbalance is the only time I would recommend them to a psychiatrist or to someone who can give them or a nutritionist who can give them something. I recently had a client that uh, I realized that she was low on serotonin, which is the feel-good emo- um, uh, hormone, and uh, she wasn't sleeping well at night because her husband was coming home very late at night and was having an affair. And so when she took L-tryptophan, for example, uh, which you can buy in the health food store, um, we tried that, and, and she did really well with it. You know, Helene, there's so many things we can talk about. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I wanted to bring up is, uh, you know, you're a, you're a certified uh, uh, sexual uh, sex counselor, yes, sex therapist. Yes, in the book about how to enjoy your sexuality, too. There's a whole section in the book about All right, that. let's talk about that for a minute because, you know, we're coming up on Valentine's Day, as I said before, and, you know, sex is a topic that many people don't want to address. And I would kind of be remiss if you and I didn't address this right on the show. Can we talk for a few minutes about some, what some of the roadblocks are and what's, what some of the things are that you recommend in the book? Yes. Um, well, for one thing, the most important thing is that your sexuality uh, actually starts outside of the bedroom. Uh, coming home and giving your wife a hug and a kiss, telling her you love her, and for the wife to be there, giving a husband a, a hug and a kiss and saying, I love you, making a nice dinner, smiling, listening to each other, all that prepares, prepares you to open your heart. Now, I found that especially right-brained people, and, and I found more women who were right-brained dominant than men. However, I found many men who are also right-brained dominant instead of left brain. That means the uh, right-brained dominant people, are uh, they live a lot in their feelings. And so, for example, the classical couple is the left-brain husband who's logical because uh, that's the way he was brought up, too, and the woman was encouraged to be in her emotion, so she's emotional, right-brain dominant. And the husband come home, not be with, talk to his wife, whatever, not even be nice, and then he wants to be romantic. Well, she's got to feel that he cares about her. She has to feel something. She She can't just jump into bed with him so uh, you know if you want uh, love and, and enjoy your sexuality which is just one way to share your love then be loving outside of the bedroom pay attention listen and you know you don't even have to understand people but you need to accept them we need to accept whoever we are and encourage people and if there's any resentment that will be put a thorn in your bed so you want to clear those things before you go to bed. And the other thing is that it's important to learn how to be sexual. You know, we were born how to be sex, how to be sexual like the animals are, but to make love, we're not born with that. Mm. So it's important to take tantra workshops or classes, watch a DVD, learn how to, if you don't know how to be more sensuous, 
and communicate, communicate what you want from each other. That's very important because we're not mind readers. The other issue is men get stuck in the word uh, performance, so they get anxious because they feel they have to perform, and that comes from fear. What I suggest that you do is you demonstrate your love. You don't have to perform just the opposite. Just demonstrate your love. Be loving and kind. Ask her what she wants. And be accepting and know that the woman may need more foreplay than you, but honor that. Please the woman. And that, that's a big complaint of a lot of women clients I've had, that the men, you know, just, take care of themselves and of course they don't want to be sexual because they don't feel cared about so be considered of the your partner and make sure everybody wins everybody feels good about it if not discuss what you could have done different and do it again and again and again and again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know I wanted to ask you um, you know this this question about uh, 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 love as we wrap this up. Uh, you know, love has been described by many, many people in a number of different ways. And certainly, you know, we love to plug in to people that are absolutely hap- uh, happy, delightful, and yet we're also drawn to the tragedies of love. And I wanted to ask you, what is it that uh, attracts us so much to the drama? Well, that's what we experience as children, so that's what we expect as adults. And Uh drama is only fear. You don't have drama when you're not in fear. When you love yourself and you communicate well, then there's no drama in your life. And I teach people when they do get stuck in the drama how to very quickly get out of it. There's a whole section in the book when you have a problem, when we have a problem, and then you do one, two, three, four, five. You step, step, step. It outlines for you everything to do, but you're going to have to use the book as a manual when you get stuck and ideally read it first so that you can prevent the problem. But if you do have the problem, you can go to the manual and you can fix it. And the book is All You Need Is Heart, H-A-R-T, Create Love, Joy, and Abundance Now, it's a unique guide to holistic and rapid transformation. Well, you know, I wanted to thank you, Helene, for joining the show today. Uh, and, you know, in these times where we're all gearing up for the love and juicy relationships in our lives, um, there, there are many, many things we could think about. And I have to tell you, you covered most of them in your book, if not all of them, uh, including the conversation on re- resentment. Uh, I want to also mention to people that, you know, the book is not just one of these books you're going to read and you're going to think about. There are so many different tools that are provided. There are surveys. There are ways for you to learn about affirmations, way to you to embrace yourself from a self-esteem point of view. And not only that, you know, there is an entire section uh, in the back that is uh, just an incredible blueprint for those of us that want to live life full out. So as we wrap this up, I want to thank you for joining us here today. Give out your website again, but also I wanted to ask you your personal message for everyone. My personal message is that you deserve love and all else an illusion. You can have love, and first and foremost is to make yourself your valentines because when you love yourself, you will have the positive law of attraction working for you because there's a universal law that like seeks like. So when you're loving yourself, which is the most important thing we have to do on the planet while we're here, then you will have love in your life and great success. Wow. Thank you so much for joining the show today, Helene. Let's give out your website again. It's www.lovetopeace.com, that's L-O-V-E-T-O-P-E-A-C-E.com. There's relationship checkup. There's, if you sign up for the free newsletter, you get a free MP3 and um, an e-book, and I'm starting to do teleclasses internationally. So please join me, and uh, I'd love to serve you in any way that I can. 
Well, thank you so much for joining the show today. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and hope you found something that's going to help you ignite that spark over this fabulous, fabulous month of love. And remember that you are the first one out of the gate to step into self-care and taking care of yourself. Do something juicy for yourself. Go get a massage. Go to a spa. Whatever that is that you know, and delights and ignites you. I want to thank you all for listening to the Dr. Pat Show tonight. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. I want to also mention that we are going to be doing some incredible things on our website. We're into the um, what I call phase three of the website. We've had incredible success. Our Alexa rating for a little old one-hour show here and there is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. And we're thrilled to be part of the BBS radio uh, lineup and uh, look forward to creating outstanding programming for you in the future. As a matter of fact, I want to let you know that if you go to the website right now, www.thedrpatshow.com, sign up to become a Thriver member, join our newsletter, you will automatically be entered into a drawing for an incredible infrared sauna worth about $2,000. We started our gift a day program. We're keeping it strong, and you're going to find that we have many, many things we're going to come back right at you, come right back at you to help you live life full out. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basili. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here today. And remember, as you step out into the world, lift your head up high and know that you are loved and blessed. Many of you have heard my show the other day uh, where I did a show about Britney Spears and uh, and Emma Curtis Hopkins uh, at the same time talking about metaphysics and in, in, the, in the movement of, uh, of looking at love and God from within. And so if you want to find out more about that, go to the show and find out why Dr. Pat was compassionate about the journey of Britney Spears. I know. Uh, it's unbelievable, but it's all there. Until next week, step out, make it happen, and know that you are loved and know that you are blessed. We'll see you next week.